Hey, everybody. It's Wednesday. You know what that means. Yes, that's right. It's time for Sarcastic Distractions, the interesting podcast for interesting people. Featuring, as always, the Gentleman Society of Podcasting. Myself, Harvey. My heterosexual life mate, David. Yellow. The ever-loving, ever-blue-eyed, AJ. It was the best of times. It of time. Oh shit! Did we just lose AJ to a Dickens novel. I think that's <laughs> what happened. Dickens. Dickens. <laughs> I don't know if that was Dickens, is it? Yep. Yeah, yeah, was Dickens. Oh sure. no, that was of Tale of Two Cities. Yes, yeah. that, I was going to say. There you go. That's what. I, which is funny because I've actually read Dickens. Yeah, I've read a bunch yeah, of yeah. Dickens myself. Yeah, he's one of my kind of you know old school favorite authors i i would agree yeah. i would agree he's uh, readable like, thanks like. thanks to a christmas carol that's chuck, kind of my first chuck introduction Dick, chucky dickens yeah, yeah yeah or chuck dixon no that's another no that's yeah, for looney tunes okay <laughs> <laughs> that's chuck jones <laughs> it, okay that's one of them anyway so anyways we couldn't figure it out that's exactly what we're talking Actually, about we are today. talking yeah. about novels <laughs> <laughs> authors AJ, AJ distracted us with the fucking topic today yeah. holy shit <laughs> we've been distractedly distracted that's right so we're talking about yeah our favorite authors and stories and books and beyond and uh, yeah just you know hey what do you read now what did you read then do you read are you out of it yeah oh is that yes, why you do but there are unfortunately people that uh, do have that challenge. Yeah, no, that, no, that's li- literally. We'll get into that. I don't want to sure. jump too far ahead, but I actually have to admit, like silly things. I shouldn't say silly because I I've fallen in love with them. But fuck it, I'll talk about it. Uh, audio books. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I have to admit, I I was when they first started coming out, I was one of those you know knows that I don't need no audio books. Yeah. I'm falling in love with audiobooks. I and, love the audiobooks. And I finally understand why. Mm. Because, you know, I, in my older years, I do read less than when I was younger. Mm-hmm. You know, I read a lot more when I was younger. Sure. And the, one of the main reasons for me personally is more just time. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. no time. You know, time. Mm-hmm. But I now have found that I love audiobooks because as I'm doing dishes as i'm making dinner yeah mm-hmm. as i'm sitting there and this one's funny but I, I this is what i love this is my relaxation zone as i'm sitting there knitting away audiobook yeah like i, I tend to i tend to get sleepy when i read like when when i read word books. yeah so audiobooks <laughs> audiobooks are more <laughs> typically you're looking down me. when you're reading i'm assuming no just i guess it's the movement of the eyes oh, okay makes me sleepy yeah well mm-hmm. i so find similar but audiobooks yeah. don't make me sleepy right and i like the audiobooks that are read by the author mm-hmm. like, i don't need that but i i, I have to admit i have i prefer it i very much appreciated listening to dave Grawl's book having him reading it oh to well me. yeah like, certainly if there's that like embedded that. yeah or I've... will smith's biography mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it was narrated by will smith yeah, yeah. those was, concepts make sense to me it, it feels, sure. yeah it just kind of feels like you're getting the story yeah. from from the, the source. And, and you yeah. are to a certain Absolutely. extent. You are. Yeah. And yeah. just before we go on, just so you know, Will Smith, not a sponsor. However, if he wants to be, please don't smack us. <laughs> please, please don't hit me. Please don't hit us. Well, you can hit me. Actually, I don't like Will Smith. It. I'll take a slap. And, and I won't sue him for like millions. Just nah. a couple hundred thousand. Just a, yeah, just a couple hundred thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Only whatever he made on Fresh Prince. Yeah, whatever he I'll, made I'll there. Whatever, whatever, your salary, whatever your salary, your whatever your gross salary was at the end of Fresh Prince. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's cool. I like it when the, that happens. I remember when I was working at Chapters years and years and years ago, and that was when I first understood what audiobooks were because they had a whole section, but it was before everything was digitalized. Oh yeah, books on tape. Books on tape, right? And uh, I, I was like, oh, that's that's kind of stupid. 
like why would you just read but then i saw i can't remember what book it was uh when colbert was still doing uh, the colbert report right he did his own book and he narrated like oh that that would be great to hear him you know narrate his own book and then yeah. i started to fall in love with other audiobooks and to your point dave uh, when we were traveling across North America, that is what we primarily listened to yeah. was audiobooks. Well, podcasts are nice, but the book sure. you always get that story. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you right. get a you get a beginning, middle, and then. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. Like they, and they're able to do cool things. Well, not now, but they're able to do cool things like like radio play type things. Yeah, like they released not too long ago, The Sandman. Yep, and it was a whole cast. Yep, of people's oh, reading, nice. reading the different parts and whatnot. Yeah, oh, so nice. you get kind of like a, a radio play. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. I think they did that with the Batman story as well recently. Yeah, I think I remember seeing that. I haven't read it or listened to it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I haven't I haven't, I haven't read e- slash listened to it. You read it yet. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you get the the whole radio play thing is kind of coming back with the yeah. the invention or idea of audiobook. Advent or I advent ha- yeah. calendar yeah. of yeah. audiobook. Yeah, it's a good point. No, I have to admit, like it's one of those because I um I uh um uh, I uh, found a couple online of old novels that I had read. My and, the, and going back to more of the novel, I grew up. What I think the first novel I ever really read and fell in love with was Legend of Huma, which is an old Dragonlance book. And mm-hmm. from that, I read you know like the Dragonlance series, like every single book from yeah. Dragonlance. You were fucking obsessed. Oh, back in the day. I, I had, had a, I had a few friends that were right into them too. Oh yeah, I had every single one. You know, most of them I purchased. Some of them fell in my backpack. Uh, <laughs> like it was just, I had every single one. And Margaret Weiss, Tracy Hickman, like the two of them. When I was a kid and even teenager, like I jumped over into their Dark Sword. Yeah. Like fuck, it was just I fell in love with the two of those authors, and I was addicted to it. And for just as a shit. You know, I think a couple of months ago, just for fun, mm. I came across a couple of podcasts for Dragonlance, and it was, and even though it was a very old version of it and very kind of rough, like <laughs> Oh man, just the nostalgic. As I'm sitting there knitting, yeah. it was just yeah. So yeah. now I've decided I am going to be one of those annoying, pretty much just audiobook guys. I think. I feel you. I even feel though you. yeah, like I've read tons of novels, and over my lifetime, I've basically given them all to you know the goody wills because ninety percent of the time i'd buy them from there um but yeah like it's just oh yeah yeah i feel you uh i i i mean i i don't know how many more comic books i got in me to buy (laughs) but outside of those i i feel the same i don't think i'll be doing books unless they're audio i mean i still like reading but to your point, like just time wise, it's easier with an audio. Well, yeah, yeah. And AJ's already called it out. Like yeah. anytime I really get that moment where I can relax and enjoy the novel with that with no interruption is in the evening. By yeah. that point, I, I I used to and still try read in bed. Yeah. Yeah. I get maybe, you know, a couple, you know, 10, 20 pages. <laughs> yeah. And see ya. <laughs> well, see, I don't even get that far, man. I get like a page and a half and I'm like, that's time for sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> the, book's, the book's knocking me on the bridge of the nose. <laughs> I've yeah. actually, I, uh, I have done that once where I was reading in bed and yeah, Jan came home. She was out late or something and she come, pokes me. Huh? Huh? She goes, yeah, you look like an old man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm like, shut up. I just fell asleep. I'm sleeping, man. Good. Jeez. But it's still funny because yeah, when I was younger, like, you know, I would stay up late indeed. Yeah, yeah me yeah. too. So yeah. it's, I don't know if it's just a change and the it's probably just me being old. Who knows? But yeah, you just it's not even an old thing, I don't think. It's just yeah. a different stage of life, right? Yeah, and I mean, maybe. if you think about it, if you kept with reading like that all the way through, you would still be that way. But and you've just 
you know, just evolved into something else. And that is true because I have to admit, like, even for me, like, as a teenager and young in the 20s, I read tons of books, right? Like, uh, I moved out of the Dragonlance. I found Dan Simmons and all the Hyperion and all that shit. Wheel of Time. Weren't you a big guy from the Wheel of Time So Wheel of Time is a good call out because I was a big fan. I think I made it to about book seven or eight. And I was waiting for the next ones, yep. waiting. And I don't know how many more he was able to produce before he passed. Mm. But yeah, I have to admit, I've decided I am not going to uh, do the uh, reread and go try to dive back in. Yeah, no, there's I only can't. been a few books in my life that I've reread and some more than twice. But I've also made that decision a long ago. It's like, I'm not going back yeah, and rereading try. books. Yeah, I don't so, generally reread. Yeah, I, I want, if I'm going to read, I want new, whatever that yeah. is, new fresh yeah. information. Yeah. Know, or I do sometimes do the reread. And what's funny, actually, is apparently they're actually in the production right now for new, I almost said podcasts, audiobooks, Mm. um, for another series by the Margot Weiss, Trace Hickman that I I loved, where it was all, you know, the world got exploded into, you know, earth and wind and fire, all that things. I loved it as a kid. And I have to admit, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to purchase this. Hell yeah. Yeah. No, when you know, you know. I I purchased the Sandman one because I knew I was going to fucking love it. I, I love Neil Gaiman. And Sandman is one on of my the, favorite. On the Audible? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I started listening to that. Yeah. I mean, I still have yet to see the Netflix show, but I've watched, I've, I've, I've the listened Netflix to The Netflix show was okay. I'm sure. I'm you sure. Know, having, having listened to the first little bit of the audiobook and having watched the first few episodes of the show, good on them both. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. It was very, like... It was almost like, because I listened to the audiobook before I watched the show, so I was just obviously imagining the sure. pictures, right? Yeah. And yeah, I watching the show, I was like, yeah, that's kind of what I had happening in my brain mm-hmm. when I was listening <laughs> Good primer. To it. Good primer. <laughs> right? Yeah. It was kind of cool, yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen the show, and I do like the audio, audiobook, but it's, I mean, because of the nostalgia factor, it doesn't compare to reading it. Yeah. It just doesn't. Uh, no, no, well, because it, yeah. it was already a graphic novel, right? Right. right? Like, so, they, the, the story was thoroughly told out in yeah. each each um, each book that they did. Uh, but also, that was kind of it's. There's a it was a dark horse book in the sense that not a lot of people knew. It wasn't like a your traditional comic book story. So yeah. when you know, if you're a comic fan, you latch onto it. It's, it's I don't know. It kind of felt like one of those kind of pocket books where you don't expect yeah. other people to be into it. No. So to see it turn into this. You know, it was like the crow thing. before the movie. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, to see it turn into you know a show and an audiobook is is just awesome. But it's just again, like we say this about other comic book characters, it's like it's, it blows my mind that we have a fucking Sandman TV show. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, and it's good though. Like, that's oh, always, it's yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm grateful for it. I yeah. very am grateful, and I will inevitably watch a show because like uh, Hyperion, which is one of my favorite books hyperion mm-hmm. cantos like all oh, there's four of them in it i the first two are the best second two are okay for anybody that's in that club i agree yeah but any rate <laughs> it's just one of those like in the dan simmons novels part of me would love to see like something created mm-hmm. visually for that like a movie a show something yeah and another part of me is like david no don't ask no for that. Yeah. no <laughs> but i will admit if it ever actually happened yes i would you're, go you're see in. it i would in. In. i would be in yes, yeah, yes. For sure. and i and i would likely do one of those things that somebody i know did where even while they're sitting there knowing it's horrible i'll keep it no it's great it's <laughs> yeah, great i never why who's that that? <laughs> that always that always bums me out that's why i, st- I stopped watching movies that were blatantly based off of books like Stephen King movies okay 
Um, I was I'd always get really disappointed because I'd like read the book mm-hmm. and be like, "Hey, this was great." Like, let's take it for example. Sure. Don't get me wrong. The made-for-TV movie was made-for-TV, first of all. Right. But it just wasn't, I don't know. See, but I actually have a slightly different opinion. Don't. It's a good overall perspective, I will admit. A lot of times when they try to do the movies around the books, it's kind of not, it's not the same right. as yeah. the book. Right. They, they always omit things or change things. And I, I've always wished for a movie that was either based off of a comic book or a book or something like that to be true to the source material. Mm-hmm. I don't I've know. always wondered why they can't, why that's something that can't happen. Because of, for me, I actually have personally found, like there are exceptions to every rule, of course, but generally I think things have been pretty good. Lord of the Rings, yeah. Hobbit, those yeah. in my mind were still good. Were they exactly like the novels? No. But they were good. They took the essence and made it nice and visually appealing. Mm-hmm. The Stephen King ones, yes, there's some hits and mitts. Like, you know, the Stand uh, TV show, mm-hmm. a little rough. When they redid the Stand, yeah. that one, I thought well, they, they re- did a really good job. When they redid it, it, was, it felt a little more... Which is funny. I actually have a disagreement there. Line. Oh, sorry. It is more in line with the novel, but yeah. I still prefer the original It series well, than the remake. Tim Curry's performance as Pennywise I know. will always sure. live on <laughs> as one of the great. Like, yes. Again, even for a made-for-TV movie, like holy crap, yes. that was intense. So fucking shit, terrifying. Man. Especially man. when I was yeah, whatever age I was, five, six when that came out. I don't remember the exact year, but fuck. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> no, I remember being scared of of the shower drain for for quite a little bit. After after the one scene where Fu- he comes out of the fucking drain in the, the school shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the one kid. I was fucking yeah. terrified of just any drain. Sewage just as right. a drain. Yeah. It was like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it scares you. But it, that's unfortunate that Stephen King's books have more largely been turned into crappy movies. They, yeah, I, I will admit there have been the few that meh. Yeah, yeah no. Uh, yeah, my favorite Stephen King thing he's ever done was the dark tower series and that flopped I didn't yeah see they did they got one movie out of that they got one yeah. movie they were gonna do the whole i trilogy, yeah they're not going no yeah, there's not. no way they can yeah. because again they took too many liberties yeah with the with the source material and nobody bought it yeah, yeah. so it sucks but yeah. you know but then you look Carrie, at stand by me Carrie was close yeah. and stand by me was like yeah, much to the letter. Stand by me was good. Yeah, which is an also fantastic yeah. film. And I but then admit, they did stupid shit like The Running Man. If you've ever read The Running Man, yeah, yeah but and even watched the movie, everybody calls that out. It's not the same. Everybody's right. called that terrible. One out. Yeah, yeah. Right. The well, story is so much better. Yeah. The story well, about, is great. What about The Shining? Shining. No, is, Stephen King even went down as to saying that was a piece of garbage, and Stanley Kubrick ruined it. But we all love that movie. Oh, it's I a great it. movie. movie. <laughs> but it is it is it is somewhat dissimilar from the book. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Largely. Yeah. Um apparently the made for TV movie that they did I with was... um with the guy from Wings. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Was clo- more close and to the I was about the, to call that book. one out. I uh, preferred that Shining than the remakey one that they tried to do. Yeah, I like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like the, Yeah, no. The No, the original OG Shining is is fantastic. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a good. Fa- as a piece of, of of film and storytelling, it's phenomenal. Yes, yeah, it's one of Stanley, In, if not Stanley Kubrick's greatest. crowning. Well, yeah. two thousand, yeah, yeah, you you can make in a good my argument. opinion, you can make a good argument. In, for the in Shining, my opinion, for sure. it's Clockwork Orange and sure. The Shining kind of 
uh, weighing out. Yeah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. I love yeah. Clockwork Orange. Yeah, that was great. That was also a scary movie, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I never read the book. I would like though. to read the book I'd though. Never read Apparently, it. the book is very interesting to read because it's written in in that weird language that they use. Oh yeah, uh, in the, in the movie. I can't remember what they call it. It's it's called something, and it's like a combination of like British slang and Russian slang and and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then they talk all silly, but apparently it's <laughs> written like that because it's in the it's from the perspective of Alex. Oh, okay, right. So okay, it's, yeah, it's yeah, I've never read that, that one. Dialect. I must admit. Yeah. No, I never yeah. read it. I never read Clock okay. Points. Yeah, I would like to. It's uh, Anthony Burgess. Yep. Yeah, yes. I would like to read that. Yeah. Because yeah, it is a twisted film. <laughs> oh yes. It's it's. <laughs> It makes sense, though. Like, if I mean, if people can get to the end, if they can get through the ultraviolence, sure, yeah, right. It's yeah, it's kind of a definitely a commentary on things but, in society. It's and, also meant to shock you, so I can understand oh, sure. why people don't want to invest. It is a it. very shocking, yeah, visually shocking film. Which mm-hmm. funny though, you say it that way because I've rewatched it in the last year, and it's still rough, but it doesn't have that same edge that I remember. Mm. Like it's still a rough. I, I always still find it to be quite disturbing. Yeah. I've seen it quite a few times, and I still every time I watch it, it's like maybe it's more just man. more maybe because I expect it to a certain extent. Maybe that's why. Yeah, yeah, maybe that because you, you see the what's coming. I blink at the right times and look <laughs> away. Go get a drink of water. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yep. So AJ, so Christopher. Is that, uh, is, uh, I don't know. Is it gonna, <laughs> I was going to say, question was, do you have a favorite author? Oh, I was going to try to make a joke out of what we just talked about and segue in, but uh, I fucked it up. I don't, so. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I read enough to. Okay. I've, I've, I have a few, um, Kevin Smith is a good author. I like, but is it, is it, is, is it an author if it's a nonfiction? Yeah, yeah. Are they're considered authors. author is anybody that writes. So a book yeah, gets I, like, I like Kevin Smith because of the way he writes. It's almost like it's like watching an evening with Kevin Smith. Right, mm-hmm. the cadence is in your mind, and and the way he writes is very similar to the way he speaks. Mm-hmm. So Definitely, it's like him telling me a story. Mm-hmm. Um, what book are you referencing? Oh, uh, my boring ass life. Yeah, that's a good book. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. The one where he tells the whole story about Jay's addiction and. Stuff like that, which is fucking intense. Yeah, it really it's a is. Very intense read, and it's a thick book, man. Oh yeah. But um, <laughs> well, it's Kevin Smith. He's right. Like, yeah, it's like he's never short on anything to write about. Or say. <laughs> yeah, no. it's very, very easy to read. Mm-hmm. Very, a very easy read. Um, I don't know. I, I like books like that. I like more like biography type books. Not even necessarily like the biography of. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've got I've got a book by Michael J. Fox. Mm. Uh, I think it's called Always Looking Up. It's very. It's about optimism and, mm. and being positive and no, stuff like that. And coming from Michael J. Fox, you're that short. <laughs> Sorry, uh, <laughs> ouch. He it's, it's, it's a shaky start. It sure but, is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's really good. It's he's a very positive person, and his outlook in his position, right? Like a lot of people wouldn't have that outlook on life. Nice. But, yeah. So. It's funny um, that you bring up those as your favorites because I have to find for me, yeah, like I never really want to read those style of books. Yeah. I have a few books by an author. He's a was a Buddhist monk. He's passed away. His name is Thich Nhat Hanh. Oh yeah, good old Thich Nhat Hanh. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. written he's written quite a few books on Buddhism and 
Okay, nice. Um, it's the way he he speaks about it. He doesn't. He kind of dumbs it down in a way. He not necessarily simplifies dumbs it, down, but it. Simplifies it. Yeah. Relates it. It's a perfectly Buddhist in terms, thing to do in terms that normal people can understand it, as yeah. opposed to here's why it's nice. Yeah, and good for you. Here's what this means, and here's yeah. what that means. He'll like talk about it in the the form of scripture and all that kind of stuff, and then he'll go, "This is what that meant." So you know, take it for what it's worth, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice. neat. It's a good author. Yeah, very easy to read. Nice, that's cool. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I just. But I don't read as he just listed off the <laughs> authors. <laughs> I used to read a lot of Stephen King books in like yeah middle school. Yeah. school. Yeah. yeah, Stephen King, Roald Dahl. Roald Dahl. I read yeah. every single one of his. Oh my god, uh, witches! Witches. One yeah. of the. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I love it. I uh, love BFG, it. That's one of my faves. Oh, yes. That's yeah, so good too. I read faves. part of Charlie and the, or, yeah, Charlie and the, the Chocolate Factory, Factory. Yep. With, with my cousin once. Um, let's see. <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs> For all doll. Oh, my, the, my dad read me Treasure Island when I was a kid. Oh, fun. Like nice. from his book that he had when he was like five. Nice. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. That is something that I miss about my kids getting older, and I understand how my parents complained about that when I got older. Like when I was a young kid, I remember my father reading stories to me before bed. Did the same with my kids for years. Ah, I miss those days. Mm. Right. And they're just little fun books, storybooks. I've kept a couple, you know, just the old schooler ones. But yeah, and they would want to sit there in bed and read. Now it's. Dad, go away. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I think it scream time, man. With Max, it's hit and miss. Yeah. With books, because it's the focus. It's paying attention, right? Mm-hmm. There's there's very few books that he'll actually sit and pay attention mm-hmm. to. Um, one of them is a really cute retelling of Back to the Future. Right. That I got, and it's got, like, you know, it's children's illustrations mm-hmm. and whatever. Nice. And it goes through the story and obviously skips <laughs> all the, you know, Incest and fighting and all that stuff. The kissing right. your mother while she's yeah. young. Yeah. yeah. No, come on. It more, it more focuses on <laughs> on him trying to the story of him trying to get the parents together. Gotcha. Right. Minus the making out the car. With yeah, making. Out. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one thing I still got to credit. Yes. Okay. The scene. You're not disp- or You're not saying anything wrong about the scene, but I have to give credit because even in that scene when they both sit back and she's like. Something's wrong. Yeah. They actually play it really well. They did a good job. Yeah. 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 Like, I actually just continued to jump on him or something. Well, I mean, yeah, people joke about it, but you got to think, like, Marty definitely was the one who was repelling the advances, and she didn't know exactly right, that that's her son. He exactly. knew that that was his mom. Exactly. Right. So right. So, I mean, had he been into, you know, it, into that, it, that yeah. would have been definitely yeah. a huge problem. And the problem fact in that the whole story. as soon as she got in and did it, Two seconds, she's backing up yeah. going, something's no, wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It, it spoke perfectly. It still allows us to have that laugh of going, <laughs> but still not yeah. be like, oh my God, this is wrong. So there's, <laughs> very, yeah, there's none of that moment. in the book. Right. <laughs> there's no, there's no you know, band members smoking joints out by the car. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's something fair, you don't want right? to teach. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but no, so we have like three of those books. We have that one. We've got Karate Kid and E.T. Yeah. Who makes them? Oh, I can't remember. Oh. Can't remember what the. That would be a good thing to know. Bring to the, to the I mean, podcast. I could, I, could, I could look it up. <laughs> yeah, we'll add it to it's the like, credits for it's sure. Like yeah, pop books, not like pop vinyl, like Funko, but it's like pop books or something, like right? Because they have other ones that. Like, I think have I've Home Alone. seen those actually. Yeah. yeah, I think another one was Home Alone. I think they yeah. have one 
based off a friend's episode or some shit. Oh, audiobooks. That just popped in my head. Not audiobooks and with like new audiobooks, but the old school turn your page. Oh, yeah. 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 I used to have a bunch of those on like little <laughs> records. Like yeah. Vinyl or cassette tapes. So, yeah. yeah. A whole bunch of Disney ones and shit. I think I had a Star Wars one. Yeah. I had a Popples and a Transformers one. I remember those back in the day. I had a He-Man one. Yeah. I definitely nice. had a He-Man one with <laughs> nice. the record. I had the, it had the record. Yeah. Awesome. Well, awesome. It just definitely popped in my head that. when you were describing it. It's like, shit, that's count as novels. That's, I remember doing that sure. as a I'm sure we all did the choose your own adventure novels. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Those were fun. Yeah. Those were good books. I've tried to get back into them to a certain extent because I, I like to have them online and things you can try out and Eh, it doesn't click the same way I yeah. remember no, as a kid. No, it definitely shit. doesn't. I kind of grew out of them too because when I didn't get the ending I wanted, I would just go back and read re- till the ending right. that I wanted, you know? Yeah. So I was like, but yeah, they were well, reading it over and over again. Yeah. 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 I used to do that thing where I would read, you know, choose different things. Like I would go and always try to do that first step of what would I actually do? Right. And then, yeah, you start to play around. And eventually, yeah, what I would do is I'd flip through the book, find endings. If I liked the ending, I'd go try to find go backwards right. to figure out what the choices should have been for yeah. sure yeah. yeah good times good times good times good times but yeah that's actually that's another good call out i didn't even think of that shit choose your own adventures yeah they're they're then fun there, then there was all the the ones in middle school like goosebumps sure never read, never read I never those really but i knew i knew of those i read i read weird ones like we know, you know, it always get the scholastic book fair fucking yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. bullshit, right? So yeah, I'd order weird ones. Like one was called uh, "How to Eat Fried Worms" or something. Oh yeah, yeah, like I remember that. that book. Yeah, to turn into a movie. Um, and then there was another one about this kid who wanted to be a comedian, and through the whole thing, everybody was like shitting on him or whatever. And by the end of it, he found like the best joke he could write, and it was had something to do with like shaving his head. Yeah. I don't know what that is. No. I always remember that. a toothpaste. A genie Something about came eyeballs a for breakfast. Uh, yeah, my tooth- teacher was an alien. She needed a toothpaste. I remember a story. And this is imaginary friend. Schools. No, it was the kid went to use toothpaste and a genie popped out. Oh, okay, no. Yeah, I remember one. Along, yeah, I remember something along those lines. I don't remember the author. Yeah, stupid shit like that. My bit favorite uh, high school novel that was actually assigned, uh, and I can't remember the teacher's name. It was an English teacher. It was Mists of Avalon. And it was oh, this yeah. big, thick book, and everyone in the class had to read it. And I will admit, I was one of those, you know, I don't know. It was one of those things you're supposed to read over time right. and provide, you know, ongoing reports. And I would fake the report, fake the report. And then I finally opened this book to read it. And I fucking loved it. Yeah. Bloody book. <laughs> oh, man. I consumed that thing so quick. I cannot remember the author's Never name. Suit. I yeah. can't remember books I was assigned to read in high school but I that's remember. the only one I remember the only, the only books I ever remember getting assigned are, are the Shakespeare yeah other than Shakespeare and I got Shakespeare. into Shakespeare me too like I got into the Shakespeare yeah I'm not a Shakespeare guy I liked uh, what I read I read Hamlet yeah. and Romeo and Juliet and Merchant of Venice yeah yep. I've read all those I have not my well, favorite's Macbeth I may have been dedicated Macbeth. to read but I only did it oh, see, I read I read I read Romeo and Juliet after the movie came out, after the Leonardo DiCaprio what movie came out. Was the oh, nice. movie what spurred you to read the book? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I was oh, like, nice. I want to actually like read this. I'm pretty sure I read the book before the movie, but I don't think I quite got it. And then I saw the movie. I was like, I think I need to go read the right. book again. Yeah. yeah. No, I was I was into stage plays and stuff yeah, at yeah, that point. For so sure. I, I kinda I got yeah. mad respect for Shakespeare and I read a lot of his uh, plays. 
And uh, I have no yeah. disrespect for Shakespeare, but yeah, I've just never been able to read them. I've been able to enjoy the the shows, the sure, movies yeah. made based off of those. I've all enjoyed, so it's nothing against the story per se. Mm. It's just. Eh, I uh, I don't remember if you met him or if you remember him, but I, uh, I never met Shakespeare. No, you haven't. No, but <laughs> what got me in was a teacher's passion. I had my grade nine English teacher, Mister McKeown. Uh, I told him he was oddly enough British, which is cool. What was uh, his name, Mister McKeown? <laughs> sounds like a Scottish Asian person. Maybe I don't, you know, I'm not here to judge. So. <laughs> uh, but he was very passionate about Shakespeare, and through his passion, I became very passionate about it. And I don't know, I just started to get it. And nice. I started to really appreciate it. I remember I did that monologue in drama with. I don't remember. Oh sorry. My gosh. It was, awesome. it was so amazing. So I amazing. It out That's right. Out of just pure, That's just right. amazing. Anyways, I tried I to read the uh, monologue from Beth. <laughs> I, tried to read I Parada- fucking nailed it. I tried to read Paradise Lost once. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good book. Dante's Inferno. That kind of. That I've not read. Very difficult. It's a challenging very, book. Very challenging because, yeah, it's written in, in. I think it was. I mean, it's translated from Italian, I think. Mm, but. Yeah. I think. Not but, just Italian. Isn't, there, isn't it written in other languages as well? But it's translated from because oh, yeah, it was right, right, right. originally written in. Right. Um but then it's translated into like oldie English kinda sort of thing. And then when you realize it's like a four hundred page poem. Yeah. You're like, Holy crap. Yeah. yeah. It's, it was written I, in the sixteen hundreds? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. When am I gonna get to the end? Yeah. I, yeah. I I will admit that I, I yeah, I can't really do the legacy legacy. The oldest yet yeah, uh, Dickens is probably the oldest I've ever gotten. Anything yeah. made in, you know, our sort of age I've loved, you know, like nineteen eighty four. I mean uh Kelly yep. Lockingbirds, Rye, Fahrenheit, four five one. I yeah. try I started reading nineteen eighty four. That one started? Like, you didn't finish it? No. Oh man. Really? You that one I, I was no, I that was the good. Movie. Yeah. That, Brave was, that, New World. That was in one of the. That was in the ages of great series, by the way. Yeah, they turned into a series. Oh, yeah, I've never watched the series. I must admit that was in the ages Choice. of. Did they make a movie? I'll watch that instead. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but I mean, I think for in the case of 1984, which there's a book I've reread numerous times, uh, I would say to get through it, you're better off reading it than watching the the movie because the movie uh, we're talking the same one the the 80s one or 90s one yeah yeah it's so fucking depressing like, oh, yeah the visuals are so depressing yes the book itself is very depressing I'm say, but i love but, the movie because it represents the book absolutely very well but the book <laughs> i don't know i think there's just a little bit more um uh, it chugs a little bit better than the yeah. movie because the movie's just like oh wow you know that's oh, what, so if heavy you, if you read <laughs> Richard Bachman or Stephen King's sure. the, the Running Man, it feels very 1984. Oh yeah, there's a, there's a huge much. 1984 vibe. Like you don't get that in the movie. <laughs> no, you don't get that well, at all because the movie's no. all about the game. Yeah, it's not it's all about, about corp. Well, it's about the corporation. Yeah, to a certain to degree, but it's not. It's more it's about, about a scene Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas the book is is about you know why he's doing it. Yeah, and how they right. live and. And yeah. the re, you know, yeah, yeah, and the well, world building. And there is kind it. of a, a big brother aspect to to. There's a the hard story. question though. Mm. What's your favorite King novel? Novel. Oh, I see. I, there's a hard one. I actually know my. Oh, favorite. mine for sure. It would be um uh fuck I can't remember that the Gunslinger uh first book of uh 
that uh, I've, I've actually never uh, read. I must admit. Yeah, For definitely. me, it's Insomnia. Oh, I love Insomnia too. The Dark Half. Oh, I have not too. read that one. I must admit. Yeah. 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 My favorite was definitely Insomnia. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I under his uh, other pseudonym, the Bachman. Can I guess? Can I guess? Can oh, I guess? Oh, if you're gonna say Bachman, I didn't know that counted. You said Stephen King. Well, no, King <laughs> is first, and now okay. they're saying out of yeah. your Bachman, which is your favorite. Oh. It would have to be his collection of stories, the Bachman books. There were two stories, The Running Man, and um, I think it was called Rage. Mm. It was about the kid who takes his class hostage. Oh, yeah. I didn't read it, but I know I know the yeah. book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's about a kid who takes his class hostage at gunpoint. Oh, nice. And what he does is he, shit. they kind of just have like a, a shoot the shit session. They kind of get to air out all their issues and problems in life. And oh shit! Yeah, it was interesting for me. Know, yeah, especially at like fourteen. Oh yeah, that would be a good time. Yeah, mm. me was regulators. I knew it. That's what I was gonna say. It's regulators. I fucking knew I it. Never yeah. heard of that one. Oh, I it is it. just. It's one of those books where I kept reading, going, "Oh my god, what am I reading?" Close <laughs> it. Two minutes later, open it back up and go, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things they could never make to a movie because it would be illegal. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, uh, I just remembered my favorite book I was assigned in high school. What's that? Animal Farm. Yep, that's a good. One. I fucking love that's that. That's a book. good one. Such a. It's another. Yeah, yeah, yeah another book. I, I never could, didn't have to. That's it. I stopped taking. I stopped taking Bad English it. when they were like, "You don't have to take English anymore to graduate." I said, "Okay, nice." No, yeah, yeah. There you go. Nice. Well, so, so there I, you I go. Now I didn't get any of those those books to read in school. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if I did Animal Farm in school, but I have read it. it was and I enjoyed it. Yeah. 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 Like it. Nice. Who's your favorite author? I mean, I love Orwell. Uh Homer. It's a three-way tie. Okay. Orwell, Vonnegut, and Daniel Quinn. Vonnegut, three. good call. I fucking love Vonnegut. Yeah. And my favorite story is one that like nobody's ever freaking heard of. It's called Harrison Bergeron. And um, I only read the book because it was turned into like a made-for-TV film. And I loved it so much. I read the book, and they're, they're, they match up pretty good. Right. And it's just a really, uh, I don't want to, whatever, you should go read it. It's a, it's a short short novel too but it's a really great story about a future uh in which um everyone's handicapped be normal it's like a it's a bit of a dystopian future uh and this character harrison bergeron uh he's overly intelligent uh to the point where they're trying to dumb him down so he's like the rest of society and it becomes a motherfucking problem for yeah, him. i will have to check that one it's out. amazing and but then what sounds ends up like, happening sounds like like logan's run or uh what was that other one? The island. Uh, the the island you're talking. Uh, uh, Ewan McGregor. Yeah, no, I see where you're going with that. Definitely not like that. Just with, well, the, just with the character itself. Where yeah. He kind of becomes a little more resilient to what they're trying to tell him. Yes. And kind of breaks free of the. Yes, yes. But the whole, I don't want to spoil it because it's well, really beautiful. Just... But the whole way it plays out, <laughs> the whole way it plays out is uh, he gets, uh, the character gets to be behind the curtain of what's going on and he basically sees things not the way they should be and then decides to rebel against the machine. Rebel. Well, rebel. But it's it's just beautiful. And the movie, if you do watch the movie, uh Sean Astin plays uh Harrison. Uh Joe uh, no not Joe Eugene Levy's in it. Oh. Uh fucking uh what's his name? Uh other uh, Christopher Plummer uh is in it. Um actually no, sorry. 
Not uh, Donald Sutherland. Not oh, Christopher Plummer. No, I can uh, see how you could get those two guys confused. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. No, honestly, I'm not being a dick. Oh no, no, no. I agree. Yeah, for sure. I'm not, I'm not being a dick. No, they're both Canadian. They're both confused right now. Roles, yeah. Very, very, very confused. So, you're not being a dick. What? <laughs> <laughs> but I highly recommend it. It's uh, just a beautiful piece of of understanding, and uh, it's something we can all learn from, especially in today's day and age. With nice. so I would say that, and then yeah, yeah, I very much love. Daniel Quinn, that motherfucker changed my life. Writing a book called Ishmael, uh, or again, go read it. And then uh, I said, my who's the say my third was? I don't know. I said Vonnegut, <laughs> uh, Quinn, and then I also said uh, <laughs> Sun Tzu, the Art of War. Yeah, it's fine. Doesn't well, matter. It, we'll get back to there's it. A good point. There's it a good point. It was a good point. That's a good point. Do you have a favorite author at all, AJ? Mm. Or authors, up to max three. Mm, no, I don't no. know if I'd say favorite. No, I mean, yeah. oh, Orwell. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just like the way people tell their stories. Gotcha. I think that's yeah. so. So for that, I'd say Dave Grohl tells a good story. Kevin Smith. Nice. Yeah. 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 I hey. don't, don't read enough. I, I always I, I I like I like referency type books too. So it's it's like I don't think about who writes those. Like I'll like yeah. a, I'll really enjoy a book about Leonardo da Vinci or the works that he did or the you know stuff like that. But I'm not remembering who yeah who the fuck wrote fine. the book yeah right so, that's fair yeah yeah sure yeah. No, I have to say, for me, two I've already called out. Well, technically three, but yeah, Dan Simmons is definitely. Anytime he has a new novel, I'll jump in and read. Mm. Always, always, always. Yeah, he's still, he's. Oh yeah, he's still, still writing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, Margaret Weiss, Tracy Hickman, which are technically two authors. I do sure. know this. Don't beat me up. But they're when, a team. But they're a team. They yeah. often are a team. Yeah. But yeah, like for the two of them kicking off in all the Dragonlance days for sure. Um, and then I'd say Mordecai Richler actually would be wow. My Fuck, There's I heard that, something heard that name in a long and, time. And to be honest, his one novel that really hooked me, uh, the Solomon Gursky was here. Like that one, it's it speaks to me perfectly. Yeah. Like something about it, and it's, I can't even say it's because we had similar lives. Because fuck no, but <laughs> something about it just oh. So yeah, that yeah. would be my uh, third author. I love it. Yeah, I got. I got a couple notable mentions. Uh, Hunter S. Thompson. Oh, you know, yeah. why did I forget? About I don't know, but I fucking love him. And I I've read that, a few of his books. He's amazing. That would be one of the only books I've read after school. Oh, there you that go. That was like all the way through kind of thing was mm. Fear and Loathing. Yeah. yeah. I read uh, when Quentin Tarantino published the his version of the script. So the original script of Pulp Fiction. Right. Um, As a novel. Yeah. And I read that in like two days. That's awesome. Nice. On, the, on the toilet. There you go. Look at you. Look at you sharing your. You spent two days sharing. on the toilet. Impressive. Yeah, the whole good. time. Wow. It's been a. Yeah, it's been <laughs> a movement. It, it was. It was a very easy read. Nice. I bet. Yeah. Again, because it's one of those things. If you've seen the movie, you know how things are flowing. Things are yeah. supposed to flow, and I feel like by reading it, it made me connect the movie better mm. because it's that out of time. Plot time. points, kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like I was able to go. Okay, this is how it was all supposed to go. Right. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Uh, my other shout out was Jordan Peterson, Twelve Rules for Life. 
I don't know if I've ever read that An one. Antidote for Chaos. Uh, it's one of the most popular books as of like three years ago. It's not a uh, biography, but it's it's kind of like a self-help, yeah. but not really. Storytelling. Okay. And it's just the idea of uh, basically if you want to live a balanced life, the overall thing is kind of want to have one foot in order and one foot in chaos. And what that means, you have to read it and it kind of breaks that down for you and talks about these stories, yada, yada, yada. And it's, yeah, it's, it's been helpful in nice. a lot of ways. Cool. And both Beck and I uh, listened to it on our trip. I've, I've read it a couple times now, but uh, you got some better. Who guy who wrote that book, I Hope They Serve Beer in Hell? That was, t- I want to say Ty, t- t- Taylor, Ty, Tyler, Ty, Tay, Tay. No, it's, I have no idea. You know the one I'm talking about. Of course. I want to say Taylor, but I could be wrong. I'm going to look it up real quick. Taylor Smith? Taylor Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Smith Taylor. Yeah. (laughs) Uh They only serve. uh, I hope they serve beer in hell. Gotcha. Is that Uh, what the book was called? Yeah. Matt. What's the name of the. I have no idea. I have to admit. Tucker Max. Tucker Max. Yes. It's just. It's a fucking wild book. It's a wild ride. Yeah. Yeah. So he was a. I want to say he was a working for a, a newspaper of some sort something like that and he was doing like articles like kind of lifestyle articles on hmm. how to not be a bitch and shit <laughs> and uh it was kind of one of those wild outspoken howard stern kind of articles that he was reading oh uh, it did as a novel type thing yeah and then yeah he ended up collecting all the stories from the book and then you know, made a novel gotcha, right? gotcha. uh and it turned into a movie and i mean the fucking eye drop scene alone is holy shit yeah. There's this one scene that he writes where he's trying to hit on a girl and it does not go well. And all she does is squeezes her Visine bottle into his drink. And apparently it's a diuretic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really bad. Hmm. And then the, just this, the image of him having to make his way across this long hall, having to go to the bathroom, pretty much nothing. <laughs> like he's, like, he's pretty much going as he's making his way to the bathroom. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fuck, yeah, man. Oh shit. Like, literally. <laughs> like, I don't know how you write that without experiencing it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you do that. Well, the fact yeah. that he's experienced that suggests some other challenges <laughs> yeah. in life. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Well, and that's, I would say that's probably on the low end of fucked up shit that happens yeah. in that story. Probably. Like, it's, it's wild. It's you know wild. who's a good author that now that we're thinking about it? Um, I've read, I've read two, two of his books, maybe three, two at least. Um, Neil Strauss. Yep. Yep. I read the game, mm-hmm. and I read very uh, outdated now. But yep. I read. Oh yeah, that's a that's a <laughs> Say that's outdated. a no-no book now. It's a me yeah. too book. It's but a go on. <laughs> but well, the first half of it is the second half of sure. it where he talks about how he got into the whole lifestyle and his right. biography about all that. Yeah, that's really fucking uh, interesting. I agree. Unfortunately, really nobody fucking gets to the second part. Right, <laughs> it's like how to um, pick up checks, how to pick up checks, how to pick up. <laughs> and uh, Marilyn Manson's book, he yeah he did was that, yeah. the co-writer. I, I would assume he pretty much wrote huh. it. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, yeah. I've read a bunch of Neil Strauss stuff. He is a very he's a good writer, good, good author. He's a good absolutely. author, absolutely, absolutely. But yes, the second half of that book much better than the first. De- indeed, because he goes into telling how he lived in the house with Courtney Love at one yep. point and shit. Like I that. think he did a. Want her book too, right? He married her drummer, her guitar player. He made her, married Holes 
one of okay. one of the ladies in Hole. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some sort of relation <laughs> there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. yeah, yeah. No, it was a very interesting story. Yeah, I very much appreciated uh, reading his works back then when, mm-hmm. when I was involved in that stuff. I'd like to read some more of his stuff because he was a uh, uh, basically a rock author. He was a writer for Rolling Stone. Yeah, think, at yeah. one point. That's right. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool author. He did. Cool, I think cool. he's done. Uh, I think did he. Was it the first Motley Crue biography thing, or was it The Dirt? I think he did The Dirt. Ah, uh, I think it was The Dirt. I think, I think he was involved his. in that. Yeah, he interviewed each member separately, and then which just... fucking catapulted Motley Crue back into stardom. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <ouch. laughs> I'm not gonna say unfortunately, but I hear you. No, unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> uh, got a real fan here. Just need to stop. <laughs> when you sign a legal document saying you're gonna stop, stop. <laughs> All right. When you realize your singer can't actually sing anymore, stop. Uh it's it's time to stop. I didn't notice any difference. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Vince, Vince Neil sounds like a screeching banshee now. But he's kind of sounded like that since like No. All right. <laughs> the man so. used to be able to sing. <laughs> yeah. Now he just mumbles and goes, eh. Well, because of the nostalgia of us seeing them live at Live Aid, I'm I'm kind of always a fan now. That's like, probably when they were acting like... When yeah, that was a fucking good. explosive show. I, yeah. I probably would have enjoyed that That's show great. myself, but yeah. now, no. It's time <laughs> to stop. <laughs> I love we just like, stop. Stop. So, I'm going to write them a letter. Dear Motley Crew, stop. 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 <laughs> Man, all of our tens of uh, I would love the Motley response for Motley Crew. No! <laughs> That's exactly it. Vince Neil just like screaming no mic. If Kiss doesn't stop after this whole farewell tour, I'm gonna call them up and be like, "Hey, stop." <laughs> you say that, but then you know, bills gotta get paid. I'm, right? sure, I'm sure Kiss can pay their bills just fine with the uh, merchandise that I don't. They have. I can't say. The I license, don't know the licensing. Maybe Peter Chris needs some more money. Gene Simmons you know is I mean? a genius. Gene Simmons, maybe, but not Peter Chris. Yeah, Peter Chris. What? Don't say that about the cat, man. I'm just saying, like, yes, I agree with you. I don't want, uh, you know, it's better to fucking burn out than fade away, right? Uh, but the thing is, they're getting old. People got lifestyles to feed and live. So it's like, all right, let's go fucking crank out another record. Yeah. You know? Because I mean, no, it's, it's going to, listen, the, it's going to happen to the Foo Fighters one day, it's too. said that they're never going to put out another record. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, right. They're not even. By the way, Ric Flair's retired like nine times now, so that's <laughs> just right. <laughs> like, whatever. Seems reasonable. It does really. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm retired. But those aren't books. Those aren't books. No. <laughs> those are musicians, and they're barely authors. You're just gonna but, write books about how you wish they but, had. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's gonna be bands I wish didn't keep going. Motley Crue, stop. <laughs> right. Kiss, uh, stop. <laughs> What about yeah. like Rolling Stones and all that? Ooh, they might be allowed, even though they're short. The drummer, aren't they? Yeah, yeah he they might. They might yeah. be allowed. Yeah. Still, though. but he passed. Yeah, that's yeah, right. because they don't keep saying they're going to retire. That's true. Yeah. What about ACDC? Well, same thing. They haven't said they're going to retire. That's right. That's right. They just keep changing out late singers. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's back now. Though. <laughs> oh, is he? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Brian Johnson. Yeah, mm. that's good. I know he was out there for Axl Rose. Tried for them. Yeah, I did okay. Yeah, from what I heard. Sound fine. Axel Rose. Yeah, it's Axel Rose. Stop. <laughs> Ooh, ouch. Ouch. I mean, 
He's the prince of his generation, though, Stop. you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, Prince is the prince. Come that's on. That's yeah, prince, prince is the prince, prince of his generation. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, moving on. More books. More books? Yeah, uh, I actually yeah. have nothing much else. I oh, covered all my big ones. Yeah, yeah, lately, it's it's for me, it's been a lot of children's books. Yeah. Mm. I, have, I have BJ Novak's children's books. Um, the guy who he wrote for The Office, yep. he played Ryan. Oh, yep, yep, nice. office. Mm-hmm. Um, his book's called what's it called? Um, the book with no pictures, mm. and it's kind of funny. It goes through a whole like this is the book with no pictures, and then it gives you a whole bunch of funny sounds that your kid can make with you and stuff. Oh, that's oh, fun! Nice. It is fun. That's fun. It is quite fun. That's cute. Uh, I have Jimmy Fallon's book. Uh, it's called Dada. Or something yeah, okay. Like that. We had it when Max was smaller. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And it's like a cow keeps trying to, or animals keep trying to get their little ones to say mama. But they always say dada. Uh, yeah. That's cute. It's cute. That's cute nice. for all those kiddos out there. Yeah. That's nice. Apparently Mariah Carey has a Christmas book out. Why am I not surprised? She has a Christmas everything out. That's true. She's tried to fucking take the uh, <coughs> title of Queen of Christmas and they're like, no. No. No, you can't do that. That's Mrs. Claus. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Mariah Carey's trying to step on Mrs. Claus's shoes. No, that's not happening here. Why does Santa have a first name, but Mrs. Claus is just Mrs. Claus? It was a different time and place. Is her name name Mrs.? No, no. It's just she understands that Santa in their relationship is a little bit more of the lead in the primary role, and she's happy with this. For sure. They they don't have quite an egalitarian. But that doesn't mean she doesn't get to have a first name. Well, does she? She does. Is it like Mrs. Edith Claus or... No, 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 no. It's just that's something she does want to share because she really enjoys when the turn Santa in the bedroom well, him, and he name, starts. His name isn't even Santa. It's Chris. I did not know this. Yeah, it's Chris Kringle. <laughs> You've never heard of Chris Kringle? Oh, we have. We're just, we're just hanging on it. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, well, that's Santa's name. That's a name. That's his real name. I think that's, that's his Santa's name. legal name. It's that like, is I, a fictional character's that's real name. That's his government okay. name. No, 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 no. It's, Chris it's like Stephen King. He chooses a different name just to see how people react. Right. That's yes, all. just that's to all. see. He wants yeah, to make yeah, yeah. sure. You know. <laughs> that's yeah. the Santa Claus moniker. Okay. Um, As played by Tim Allen. Right. Exactly. I heard they're redoing that or something. Uh, it's a TV, they, TV they've done a television series. Yeah, it's already out now. Is it? Okay. I. I have. I will admit, yeah, the first one, I gave a head nod. I remember watching that when I was younger. My, and I had brothers and sisters who sure. were at the right age They're to cute. love it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm good. I mean, now a whole fucking series? Come on now. Yeah, no. come on. But yeah. hey, Tim, make a couple bucks, have some yeah, fun. Yeah, go make your money, buddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm down. It's called The Clauses, so it's the whole family. Sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. is it really? Yeah. 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 Oh, shit. Yeah. But no. Yeah, I'll pass. That's fine. I want to see a, a home improvement reboot. That's what I want to see. I don't. Nah, I you can't do less. it. No. I don't think you could care less. Oh, I could care less, actually. Yeah, you're right. I could care less. Absolutely. Well, see, so you still it's care not that some? it was like so that bad. Some, it's just like some, I mean, everything's fucking rebooted these days. And like, do we really need another home yep. improvement? Was there anything that was unresolved from yep. some previous show? Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. I, you know. I, I want to know what happened to Al. He's still there. <laughs> but still no, there. I want to know. <laughs> Working on the show, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Anyways, now we're talking about TV. Are we all done with books? I'm yeah. I covered all my authors, all my major ones. I'm happy. Yeah, yeah I don't think I. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go home and read a book. It's a good idea. Yeah, it's a good idea for all those comic f- book fans out there. Comic lately. book fans. Comic book fans. Comic book. Uh, I'm a big fan of Jonathan Hickman and uh, his run on X Men: House of X, Power of X, 
is fucking mind blowing. The See, fact I that like, you could take a, 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 a character franchise of what, 60 plus years and do something new with it. Ah, amazing. I like me some amazing. comic books, but I never pay attention to who's writing them. Yeah. I just, I just enjoy them. Mm-hmm. I've never been it's, able it's, to do comics. I've never, always been an obsessive fan. Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll look into who's drawing them more so who's writing them because the drawings, they change. I'm a sure. big fan of who fills in the colors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I, like, big, I like the tracers. I was going to say, I'm a big fan of the inkers are also known as the tracers. tracers. Yeah, for sure. But no, because, yeah, it seems like you have to kind of follow, unless it's a specific like, graphic novel that's not in this, in a, you know, series of comic books that's going on right now like mm-hmm. next month the continuation of this part um like the three jokers stuff like that like I, yeah I, i'd probably take more stock into who's written them like mm-hmm. the frank miller books i know they're frank miller because of how they're written and how they're styled and, and sure not right but when it comes to just the ones that they're putting out monthly i don't ever seem to look into who's written them but then you yeah see Again, like I've been a, a, I'm, I, when I like something, I really do my research into finding out who they are. And typically speaking, we're talking about single issues, not a big deal. When you start talking about runs, like you talk about the Dan Jurgens run on Thor, it's legendary. Goes on for freaking years. So I think for me, I'm just, once I'm interested in the art, I want to know like who was behind it. So then I start looking into it. And I'm, I know that's not something you do. That's no big deal. I like the stories, I like the, I like the art. Yeah. It's I fun. Like, I like the it's stories. Cute. I my big thing is is a collaboration. Like I love the fact that artists and writers can get together and put together. I understand books. it I is. I think that's to me is well. It's like the cool. it's like the Batman books that we got mm-hmm. at, in Red Bank. Yeah, I don't feel that there's there's a little bit of Kevin Smith in sure. the writing, but he's he's staying true to the storytelling style of that book. But if you go whereas read his... the artwork. But if you go read his Daredevil run, that's like Kevin it's very Smith Kevin through Smith. and through. Because yeah. I have I have some of the, was it Batman 66 meets Green Hornet that he did not too long ago? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they're just very, you know, can't be Batman. It's, yeah. It's, it's your Batman 66, right? That's the dialogue that's that's coming out. Right. Well, yeah, you're hampered by whatever it is, the format that you're under. Or, and I mean, that's got to be. Hey, you could tell this is Kevin Smith. Right. But you'd be able to, I would say, hey, you could tell this is X artist. Yeah. And it's constraining, you know, to be, you know, tied to a specific character or specific trope. However, your, if your voice shines through, I think that's the, that's, that's, that's what we're looking for. Well, I'm glad he gets to make his own books now. Yeah, me too. He gets to actually put the Kevin Smith. Absolutely. On comic pages. The view askew. Yeah. Yeah. Name to it. Yeah. yeah me cool. too. Me too. Well, and now he's just created his own canon that, you know, if let's say we wanted to write, somebody wanted to write for him, now they're constricted by Kevin Smith. That's true. And their voice will have to shine through some way That's somehow. That's true. Right? Good point. So, yeah. Yeah. Creativity is fun. Let's leave it at uh, that. Let's All right. <laughs> are you out there? What are your favorite books? What are your favorite authors? Do you like to read? You know how to read. We want to know. Keep the conversation going in our comments. Let us know your favorite uh, books and stories and stuff because uh, uh, we want to keep the conversation going. Uh, if you like what we're doing here, we got ourselves a little buy me a coffee link that you can uh, donate to us and help keep the lights on and all that fun jazz. And for anybody out there that's not feeling well in the uh, mental department, we just want to let you know you're not alone. 
The whole world is messed up right now. And you matter, not just to us, but to those that are around you. So it's important to talk about the stuff that's going inside your head. So if you can't do that with anybody that's close to you, we're going to have some links in our description so you can go and um, seek the help that you may need. But until next time, I've been Harvey. I'm the Dave. And if you'd like to know more about those their books with the squiggle lines inside that what makes up words, go to yourself a book museum and yeah. have yourself a book. That's a good, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What? All right. <laughs> okay. I think I just had a stroke. <laughs> I think AJ just died on fucking air. Oh, shit. Uh, okay, bye now. Bye. bye. <laughs> and thanks for getting distracted with us. Have a wonderful day. Peace. <laughs> Bye-bye.